Um, so good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name's Ian Loring and welcome to episode 269 of Dude and the Monkey. I drink on the podcast. I don't drink that much, really, in real life. I actually don't. I see this as having a conversation with friends. Whereas my co-hosts, by the names of... <laughs> Matt Buster, hello everybody. ...are pretty much functioning alcoholics. So, I think they need to calm their fucking shade-throwing down. <laughs> Just a suicide. No, I was saying it. I said to Mark earlier, I'm going to have a glass of wine while we podcast and follow the Ian Loring code, I think code of podcasting. And are you? Honour. Are you having wine? I am having wine. There you go. <laughs> Uh, and is Mark, is Mark drinking? No. I'm drinking Pepsi, I don't drink at all. Well, there, okay, well, there, there you go then. So, you know, I'm the one who gets the fucking reputation for being the drunk because <laughs> I, I I drink on the podcast more weeks than not. But fucking, I would love to compare our unit of alcohol intake week on week. <laughs> I fucking wouldn't. It's been quite high this last week, not a lie. <laughs> I literally... Literally last night before I went for a, when we um, went for a beer, before we actually went in for a beer, I, I actually turned around to Becky and went, I actually feel like I'm about to be more relaxed in about 10 minutes after I've had a beer. You've had a rough week, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. You, you guys work very, 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 very hard. And it's, you know, it was just the shade throwing from Becky there. That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> it, was, it was a C. I'm not that bad. My, Ian's drinking beer as well. Hmm. That's, all it, that's all I meant. Hmm. <laughs> so, with that out of the way. And these motherfuckers almost didn't go see one of the films that we were reviewing because they were thinking, oh, we might just stay in the pub. And I <laughs> fucking caps locked the shit out of them on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Once we realised we could get a beer in the cinema and keep the buzz going, it was all right. But you, I, I couldn't because I was driving, but you, you, oh, yeah. you, you did. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Drun- interesting experience. <laughs> Drunk rea- Yeah, quite. Drunk rea- or, or like drinking reaction to that film is going to be something. Right. So <laughs> I, I, let, I wonder if people can guess which film I'm referring to there because it could kind of apply to a couple of them, I think. So. Busy week this week. We are going to um, review... I suppose the main review is probably going to be Spike Lee's Black Klansman. Um, yeah. Even though I'm like 10 days removed from it. So, uh, again, that might be a bit... I don't know. I, I think it will be okay. Um, we're also going to review... Um, instead of Slenderman, Becky's going to talk about Slenderman. But in all honesty, the times around here were not really conducive to me having a good time with seeing it and get into bed at a decent hour, which is something I try to do. Unlike my alcoholic co-hosts. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to stop that. Um, Fine with it. <laughs> well, fair enough. Uh, so we're going to talk about the director of Muppet Christmas Carol's new film, the happy time murders. Um, and we're going to do, Bonk. sorry. That's bonkers that he directed that. And then that, Hmm. Hmm. We'll get to it. Treasure Island as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It's all right, is that not as good as Christmas Carol? Mm-hmm. Well, 
Oh, it's all we're only a few months away from actually legitimately being able to watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Really looking can't forward to that. Wait, Christmas movies all through December. Can't fucking wait. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, Netflix's sequel to A Christmas Prince as well. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Donna and I had a very, very entertaining, I think, hungover Sunday afternoon watching that film, actually. Um, uh, yeah, and, you know, 4K and hopefully Dolby Atmos. Uh, <laughs> what, if you haven't sold it again by then? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it. Handling, it sounds like the noise is everywhere. I just need to sell it. I'll get a PS4. Fuck you. I, you're right. It's not, that, that that's that is that is not happening. That is not happening. Xbox? Not ah oh, no. No. Stop bullying. I wouldn't mind getting an old Xbox actually, because I really want to play the Buffy the Vampire Slayer game again. As shit as it was. No, I loved Jesus. it. No, they literally sound like a plane. Yeah, yeah. What, like the three sixties? No, like the original oh, the Xbox. Oh, they're like, oh, fucking hell. right Oh, To be fair, I bet you could get one of those for cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you could. Yeah, um, Buffy, it was only available on the first Xbox. It, it, it had cost you a fortune to get shipped, though, because it weighs the same as a small boat. <laughs> oh, my God, and the controllers are so massive, aren't they? Yeah, it is. Those controllers are fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, Anyways, digress. Well, we're also reviewing, because um, I haven't finished that yet, <laughs> um, Unfriended Dark Web, a bit of a catch-up review of that. So uh, busy, yeah, it's a busy one. Um, I've got, I know you guys have got a bit of what we watched, and so have I, actually. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how long we go on this. And as always, Mark and Becky haven't eaten beforehand. So, Eating's hmm? cheating. Uh, well, that, well, that's a, an expression. Um, you can't podcast if you've already eaten. <laughs> you, fucking ca- you fucking can. I had some lovely fried chicken and chips before I started. Thank you very much. Good work. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to feel guilty about it because I was fucking running this morning. Bloody half marathon. Like, <laughs> don't why you do it to yourself, bud. Fucking, like, the thing is, it's just the time. I don't mind, I don't, like, I don't really mind the training all that much. Like, the calorie burn you get off, it's fucking incredible. But it just, it's the bloody, oh, fucking hell, I've got to get up at bloody shit o'clock in the morning to get on the treadmill and then do a full day at work. Bloody glorious. I mean, like, Paul fucking, like, w- w- saw me this morning. He fucking knows. I was dead on my feet at nine o'clock this morning. I had an entire bloody day at work. Do you have a treadmill at home? Nah, I wish. Nah, I mean, like, I... I I, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I'll... In the weekdays, I want to just run in work. I don't want to do it at home. I think it's just the fucking... I wanted, like... But when I'm home, when I'm home in the evening, I want to know, right, that's it. I'm done on a weekday. Yeah. The weekend isn't so much of a, pro- of, of a problem, but the, the weekday, I've got to fucking do a run like in in the gym at work before or after work. I wish we had a gym at work. It's pretty rad. Like literally, <laughs> I, I paid like seven pound just to be shown around it, and then you get given a fucking pass, and that's it. Nice. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, the, the equipment's pretty fucking bare bones, um, but it, you know, I'm I'm not complaining. 
Um, right, so, why does this look... This beer looks a little bit murky, and I don't think it's supposed to. Oh, what are you drinking? I'm, I'm drinking punk, because I don't... I really don't like Brewdog, but... It's like the best IPA I can get down the Little Tesco by me. <laughs> Our Little Tesco's got some quite good beers, actually. Yeah, that's not too bad, actually, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we got... I mean, like, the thing is, they're doing two four-packs of punk for £9 at the moment. Or, if I wasn't doing that, it'd be, like, three cans of the um, Snake Dog Easy IPA. Yeah, like that's like three for five twenty-five. So it's like three for five twenty-five or eight for nine pound. Yeah, that makes makes more sense. To be fair, you know. So yeah, don't don't like Brewdog. I'm a fucking shareholder, and I don't like him because I'm a dick. Um, and and yeah, you know, just slight mini tangent. I think Mark knows what I'm about to say here. Yeah. Brewdog have just launched a, v- a a subscription fucking TV channel in the US. Brewdog. Yeah. What? Like, where it's like programs that they are having made about beer and food. And they've commissioned a quiz where I think it's like drunk people trying to do a quiz show or something. And, and then they just bought in a load of programming as well. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in your lane, Brewdog. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, it, it, fuck. Just uh, I, I mean, because I know, I know, Noel's probably nodding vigorously now, but it's just like for fucking this bloody indie punk. Look at us, how rebellious we are. But we're also going to sue the shit out of bars and pubs that threaten to do anything that even slightly even slightly tangentially as like any of our IP, even though when at the Elvis estate threatened to sue, we were all, why you do like, don't harsh my buzz bro about it. It just, nah. <laughs> fuck, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Bunch of fucking fake fucking dickheads using big corporate money to fucking pretend that they're punks. They're basically a nickelback of beers. But you know what? I don't like Brett Ratner, and I still watch his films, even though he probably won't make that many films now. He's been fucking me tooed. He's a wrong one. Actually, that was a really bad example. That was a terrible example, Liam. <laughs> like, literally, as I was saying, it was like, yeah, but hang on a second, he got caught up in me too. I yeah. need... Uh, <laughs> like, who's a fuck... Like, How much Brett Ratner film you're going to watch? I'm going to watch all of them now. No. Like... <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. I was trying to think of an example there, but never mind. Um, right. Should we do some trailers? Yes. What trailers we got? Ooh, what have we watched? Um, the second trailer for The Old Man and the Gun. Ah, good old David uh, Lowry. Your boy David Lowry. Um, yeah. I'm very, 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 very up for this. Yeah. You know, and it's it's Netflix, isn't it? No, Isn't it's it? Fox Searchlight. Fox Searchlight? Mm-hmm. Who's these the Netflix one? Oh, no, it's uh, the new Jeremy Songier one. Is the Netflix one, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. Although, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this. It looks... It's it's stylish as fuck without being hyper-stylised, is what I would say. It's It looks very gentle and lovely. I, You know, it's just toddling around 
nicely robbing people. Yeah. Not in a violent way. Sissy SpaceX there, and it's obviously going to be like a bit of a, a romantic sort of I, I, side story and it just looks lovely I just get the feeling that, that it, it, it's going to be a really nice film with a really horrible gut punch in it but pro- but maybe even a really nice ending I just it's it's, 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 it's such an interesting filmmaker I, I think it's going to be a really nice film apart from the one scene of just intense deep dicking yeah. like Redford and SpaceX just Fucking going for it. Hammer and songs. <laughs> like just you know, it it it's gonna but it's gonna be rated twelve A because the BBFC are gonna be like it's Robert Redford in Sissy SpaceX fucking everyone needs to see this. It's educational. Yeah, but I, I'm up for it. Are you up for it, Ian? <laughs> like, literally, I want to I wanna become the head of Ronda Cannon Taft Council just so I can overturn that certificate. <laughs> That's fair enough. That'd be uh, a, that, that would be a pretty great perk of being, like, the head of a council. Just going, like, do you mind if we turn this 15 into a 12, guys? Why? <laughs> yeah, why? Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> and they'll just be like, oh, he's the one who likes films. Just let him fucking do it. I'll be like, thank you. You know, like, <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be a tourist thing. You know what? You know, like, it'd be like, some, that would be how we will get movement into this county and we will create jobs because of the demand that will come into this county from fucking teenagers who want to see 18s and shit, can't anywhere else. And I will go, I will make this a 12A. Is <laughs> it you? Exactly. Get darker, you. Everyone come here. Like the McDonald's by the showcase by me will be fucking flooded. They'll have to build an extension. Jobs will be created. More money will flow into the valleys. Don't worry about the EU going away after Brexit. I'm going to make Hannibal a you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a wonderful world it would be. <laughs> I'm fucking dope. No, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? Um, we'll come with that one in a minute. Uh, a private war. The um, Rosie P. Rosie P. Uh, wearing an eye patch. Rosie Perez. No, the no, no, not that Rosie P. Rosamund Pike. Oh, <laughs> anymore? Is she still working? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe. She does. She does speak good on everything. Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, private war. It's, it's uh, where she plays. I can't remember which journalist it is. Uh, plays a war correspondent essentially, um, who gets it's basically her life story. Really, I think, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. looks really quite interesting, though. To be honest, cool. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's rocking that eye patch. She's rocking that eye patch. She's snake plissing the shit out of that motherfucker. Marie Colvin. Marie Colvin, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it lo- it looks really really good actually. Like, obviously, her kind of. Realizing that the situation she's putting herself in, herself in, is actually quite dangerous. Mm. Um, but how that's escaped her, clearly, quite a lot of years. Yeah, is weird. Uh, uh, Jamie Dornan, Jamie Dornan, a Scouse accent, Do, doing a Scouse accent and a really quite credible Scouse accent. Yeah, it's really yeah. quite. It's yeah. It's all right. Watch it just for that. Nice. I, I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what Jamie Dornan does after Fifty Shades. Yeah. Because what he did with Fifty Shades was took a role that kind of made him, 
but then just miseried his way through it until the final film where he seemed to actually start enjoying it. Mm. Is it the final? Is it the final film where he does the bit on the pommel horse? No, that's the second film. It's good that bit. That is. That is. Oh, that bit is good, wasn't it? it At the end of the third one, they did the montage. Wasn't that a bit in the montage? It, it was a bit in the montage. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. It literally is like that. It's there, there is nobody who watches that who doesn't go. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. I'm going to fucking redeem that Fifty Shades of Grey that you bought me right now. It's happening. <laughs> Get it, what? <laughs> for context there, listeners, um, I bought Ian a present for his birthday. A birthday present. A birthday present. Um, and, I, and I was looking, um, while we were having a beer, um, for a film to get Ian for his, what is it? And I was, I thought, oh, no, I'd better look in the 4K things. So I know Ian likes his 4K. Um, and happened, I thought, well, I don't know what he hasn't got. And I happened upon Fifty Shades of Grey in 4K and thought, Ian needs that. Ian needs that for two reasons. Johnson's One, Dakotas. It'll be funny. Two, Johnson's Dakotas. And three, I know that at some point, Ian will get slightly tipsy and, and buy the other ones. No, I won't. Ninety-nine or three ninety-nine. Actually, or I, might. I will get slightly tipsy and buy Ian the other ones because <laughs> they'll be three ninety-nine. Do we, do we have them? Yes. yes. You're a lucky boy, Ian. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I like those films. <laughs> I, I, I think the first one's actually a genuinely really interesting film. And Johnson's Dakotas. Yeah. I, I, I think the second and the third are better. <laughs> yeah, but they're more your wheelhouse, to be fair, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my word, they are, yes. Mm. <laughs> um so before we get into the Biggie trailer, Ian, have you got any others that you've been watching apart from... What, what, does, the, what does the Biggie one start with? St. Sorry? It begins with an S. Oh, right, okay. okay. Yeah, okay, I'm assuming it's that then. Um, fucking... I thought it did have... Uh, there's a new trailer for First Man, um, which... Yeah, that's it, actually. I'm looking forward to, but I'm actually kind of not looking forward to it as much as I think I should be looking forward to it. It's kind of it weirding looks- me out. Hey, doesn't it? I, and I, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think it looks. I think it, it's. It, it. I think watching the trailer made you made me actually go. Hang on a minute. Yeah, I don't think we appreciate the actual achievement of getting to the fucking moon enough. <laughs> Still on a soundstage, wasn't it? Ah, don't be a dick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and, and this film is basically going to show you it, and I think that that's 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 pretty damn cool. But yeah, you're right. You should be a little bit more excited than this. What your reaction to the past two <laughs> Damien Chazelle movies? Yeah, yeah, quite. Yeah, I just like the the thing is the last two are such five star bangers for me that even if this one's a four star, I'm going to be disappointed. That so- is. That- that's a good point. That yeah, you, you can actually get to that point a little bit where you're. Um, it's expectation. You're trying to temper expectation a little bit because you're going. Do you know what? At some point, he's going to deliver something that isn't exceptional. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it, it just it's the first the, the reviews out of Venice where it premiered. I think yesterday are. It's very very good. Mm. That's kind of about it. So it's like you know, which is fine. I'll t- I, you know, I'll take very, very good. I'd be a dick if I didn't. Mm. The thing is, I, I never really trust film festival reviews just because I don't know. 
they always seem to... People can be a bit miserly. They seem weighted towards... um, They seem weighted towards films that that, that they want to be good. If a film's expected to be good, they won't tell you it's that. They'll say, it's good. But they'll always want to try and find a treasure within there a little bit. And it, it just kind of... Like they've discovered it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, we'll see. It's it's out in not that long a time. Uh, I think it's October 12th. Yeah, I think so, it is. So, you know, it, not not that long to go. So, um, trailer for Arizona, which is a Danny McBride dark comedy thing, uh, which looks all right. It looks all right. Danny McBride, Rosemary DeWitt, Luke Wilson. Um uh- in in theaters and on iTunes, August twenty fourth in the US. So you know it's going to be good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Looks all right. Um, it's not it's not the project involving Danny McBride that I'm most looking forward to uh, in the near future. I'll say that. But um, <laughs> new. No. Um, and I f- oh slice um, a twenty four film. Um, Pizza delivery place is also a gate to, for hell demons to spawn out of. It's like Buffy, oh, oh, yes. Um, not seen the trailer, but I saw someone chatting about it the other day. Yeah, it looks fun. Um, it kind of looks like one that maybe because it's a twenty-four, people are going to be like, "This is one of the best fucking movies of the year," blah blah blah, blah. and it will be fine. Yeah, you watch and go, "Oh, it's fine." You know, um, but then again. It Comes at Night was an A24 and that I fucking loved that film. Um, and, you know, Lady Bird was an A24. Like, they, they generally, they have they do some fucking quality products. So, you know, here's hoping. And uh, that that's it for me, apart from the big one. Oh, another one we have seen a couple of times that we haven't actually mentioned because we've seen it at the cinema. I think oh. we always kind of get them. Uh, Yardy, the Idris Elba. Oh, it's out tomorrow. Yeah. It's- Actually, yeah, it's actually out tomorrow. Actually, yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm actually quite interested in this movie. I've been listening to the soundtrack quite a lot uh, the soundtrack's this, this very week, good. Uh, and it's. Um, I'm intrigued to see what. I think it's, I always think it's 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 nice when you get a direct uh, an actor that then moves into directing mm. and don't automatically cast themselves in their first yeah, movies. Definitely. I think that's always an interesting to see that yeah. because they're, they're not they're not falling back on. Oh, I'm trying to sell this as. Me, but in a weird way, this seems to be this. It seems to be getting more buzz as a film directed by Idris Elba than if it was starring Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. In an odd way. Yeah, well, what Idris Elba's a bit of a. I mean, like everyone loves him, but he's always the same in everything. This is very much a departure from his usual kind of fare that he would be in. Yeah, it is, but I think it's also very much his. It's 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 a kind of it's an era an, an era and an, an area that he is quite passionate about. So I'm actually I'm, I'm actually quite intrigued by by what it's gonna turn out like. It's a busy fucking week next week. What else is it next week? Right. So you got Yardy. Um, yeah. Got searching. Um, you know the John Show. Yeah. Everything on a MacBook one. Um, upgrade. Oh, is that out next week? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's 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 three I want to fucking see. Yeah. Um, 
we, yeah. we, we might not be able to do a three cinema trip. No, no it's, it's fine. I know, I know you guys can't do it every, uh, every week. I mean, I can't do it every week for fuck's sake, but I suppose if we were to do two, what's the choices out of Yardy searching an upgrade? Searching. You want to see searching? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not actually, I'm, I'm happy to see any two of the three of them, to be honest. I mean, you guys sound pretty into Yardy. I'm, I, I probably I'd won't go. Probably go Yardy. for upgrade of a Yardy, though, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, upgrade is upgrade. Has got really good reviews on it. What are you thinking, Becky? Well, like I said, I, I probably won't go if you go see Yardy. It's not. It, it, it doesn't interest me really. Oh, fine. All right. Well, uh, what about upgrade? Any interest in that? Yeah, I'm alright with that. It's got London Marshall Green, or whatever it's called in it, isn't it? Yeah, he's very. So. Cool. All right. So, well, uh, I, I don't know. Advertisement for next week. Then it looks like it's going to be searching an upgrade. Um, but yeah, um, Biggie. Then so, s- s- yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, new trailer for Suspiria. Um, did you guys see the, the the scene that Amazon put up as well on YouTube? No. I thought I fucking sent that in the WhatsApp. Um, Might have done, but I think it was while I was in a bit of a busy... Oh, okay. Um, did I caught it and then thought, well, I better go back to that and then... During your four four days of 12-hour days, period. Yes. Now, <laughs> I, I've got to say, my expectations are being tempered slightly because there is some... There is some word in the wind about the film. Yeah. I'll say... Um, but it premieres at Venice on Saturday night, so there'll probably be some more word coming out soon. Um, but yeah, uh, I it looks it just looks fucking brilliant. I like I'm really really I am really looking forward to it. But it, it, also, the two and a half hours is that, starting that, to worry me. That's the bit that really really worries me. Is it's it's two and a half hours yeah, long. But a long film, if it uses the time as it should do, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's fine, right? But the original Suspiria was ninety eight minutes long. It moves along at a fair clip, does Suspiria though? Yeah, yeah, what my worry is this really isn't gonna move along at a fair zip. This is it it's like what? What is that? Fifty minutes longer. But you get a feeling from the trailer that it's going to be very much focusing on like building atmosphere and and like the the dread of things happening rather than just things. Yeah, that, that's fine. And, and the thing is, I, I have I'm looking forward to it. It's just any film that is two and a half hours long, you, you do look at it and go, that's a long time. And to be honest, that 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 I think has put off cinemas a little bit. Mm. I mean, like to be fair, that did we talk about the fact that it was picked up by Mubi on the show? I think we did briefly. I think last week. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's that really, 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 really concerns me, um, yeah. or at least that it's going to be very, very, very art house. And I really hope if it is very, very, very art house, it also remembers to be very, very, very horror, yeah. which it looks like it is going to. Yeah. So, you know, like, who, who's to say? Um, but, yeah, I'm... 
I'm going to pay for a ticket to see this at LFF because I don't know when the press screening is yet. And I'm it. that's going to come out in... By the time that comes out, I would have had to have booked my holiday off work by then. So I'm buying a ticket to see it. And I really, really, really hope I'm not let down. Like, just because of the fact that God knows how much that ticket's going to cost. <laughs> yeah. Like, but so, yeah, we'll we'll see. But you'll... I don't know whether you want it, but you're probably going to have to see my reaction somewhere on Twitter or wherever the fuck. Uh, so yeah you'll get you'll get that um fucking shit man Suspiria remake and the new Halloween in the same week now fuck mental net oh fuck that's bad oh my god um yeah but what do you guys think of the trailer I I honestly I I like the fact that it doesn't feel like it's trying to ape the original like Mm. it it looks like its own thing like Mm. it's obviously still going with the same premise, but the story seems like it's going to be quite different. And the the imagery and the colour palette and the the music and everything is it, it's not just trying to copy the original and just be a yeah, which is a good point because you know this this, this um, remake has been mooted for a number of years, mm. and I think some of the previous directors that have had attached to it would have just gone for a straight up remake mm. where. I think if you're going to remake something as iconic as Suspiria is within the circles that it's popular in, yeah, you have to you have to bring something new to the table, and it looks like it's going to do that. Yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 I still remain cautious, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I'm more. I feel from seeing that new trailer because um, obviously there was the teaser on there a while back, and it didn't give you very much. Mm. And, but and I was looking forward to it after that, but after this, I feel more comfortably looking forward to it like all right okay yeah well it's gonna be fine yeah <laughs> um, um the old guys to- the old guys totally tilda swinton by the way i totally tilda swinton yeah without question they don't they don't put his name in the fucking trailer unless it's like they want to like promote the mystery of who is lutz ebersdorf yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's Tilda Swinton. There's even a shot where you look at it in the trailer and go, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's Tilda Swinton." And just before we move off trailers, I I just want to it's it's not trailer review related, but um, Took Isabel are definitely not under fifteen daughter um, mm. to see Slenderman with me the other day because I was scared to go to the cinema on my own. <laughs> um, <laughs> And she, she'd not seen, like, a few of the trailers that were on before it. She doesn't watch them, really, yeah. unless they're on before something. Sure. Um, so she saw the Halloween trailer for the first time and punched me in the arm repeatedly. So she's quite excited about that, clearly, but she won't get to see that, I don't think. But, yeah, she um, hadn't seen the Nun trailer before either. Oh, so God. The bit where she comes out of the side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that... I, I, I love... Like, the, 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 you mean the Exorcist The Exorcist 3. Yeah, Exorcist 3 bit. Anyway, the, the bit that... I, I love seeing people's reaction, reactions to it when we go to the cinema every time. Yeah. It's oh. like... <gasps> and then there's a little bit of nervous laughter. I absolutely love it. But yeah, Isabel sort of did the whole jumping thing and then grabbed my arm. <laughs> and that's like... That's the kind of reaction that trailer should be getting. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking that bit in the Exorcist 3, though. Fucking hell. I mean, that, 
it's fantastic. That is oh, wonderful. I'm very, very, very glad that Mark Kermode included that in the horror episode of his Secrets of Cinema series. Do you know what? I've, I've got all of those recorded and I've still not watched them. I've only I've only watched the horror one all the way through and I, I will watch them. They're, they're on iPlayer for like the next year apparently, which yeah, is amazing. But, I, I, but I'm very much looking forward to watching the, the, well, all of them, the horror one, but also the, the rom-coms one as well. Mm, no, I watched like the first 15 minutes of that one. That is good. Um... But no, I mean, just that jump scare in Exorcist 3 isn't talked about enough. Like, it just, the, the fucking sustained what's going to happen. And then you get that, like, there's the kind of like the fake out one that happens beforehand. Yeah. And then that, it's amazing. But the, and the fact that there's, there's, there's it's not a jump scare uh, perforated by a big or anything like that. Mm. It's just, it happens and you just go, fucking hell. It's so creepy. It's not punctuated by a big what? Noise. What kind of noise? A big... A a, a phone (laughs) vibrating. Yes, a phone vibrating on the table. The inception noise. (laughs) Fucking... I think I'm going to have to take some beers in with me for the nun. Why? (laughs) You'll be fine. I know. I'm fucking... I'm... I, I genuinely have not been as nervous about going to the cinema to watch a, a film in I don't know how long. <laughs> like, because that tra- that trailer is fucking ace. It is good. And the nun in the Conjuring Two is fucking terrifying. And I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna rewatch Conjuring Two next week. And I'm, I'm like I'm really edgy about fucking watching it because of the nun. <laughs> yeah, that I remember when we reviewed it. That properly shit you up. Didn't oh, it? I fucking hate it. Like she's just fucking evil. I have a proposal actually to put forward. Oh God! Well, so you know we did the poll mm-hmm. and the Conjuring one. Yes. Well, you you seemed a touch disappointed that the Conjuring had won, and I was going to propose that we do all four. Oh Jesus wept! Um, actually, maybe yeah. all week, but maybe Conjuring, Conjuring two this week, and then Annabelle, Annabelle creation. Week after, and then we're at the nun, aren't we? We would be, yeah. Yeah. Well, it would be Annabelle and Annabelle Creation would be reviewed the same week as the nun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could do that, or we literally could just do a Nothing But Conjuring Universe episode. We could do, yeah. I'd be alright with that. I'm fine with that. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that then. It's just you seemed you seem you seemed a little bit like shit. I really wanted Annabelle to win. <laughs> it was just like I was kind of like I was just kind of surprised. So I mean, like for those who don't know, we we put out a Twitter poll a few days ago, basically saying that we we were going to review one film, which we're completely backtracking on now. But that's fine because you know you don't pay for this. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, all of them now. Yeah. Everyone who voted is we're happy. We're still reviewing that one. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll do that as a bigger one. Well, you know, and that one's the one that really matters because it's in 4K on iTunes. Actually, Annabelle Creation is as well. Oh, that's going to be fun. 4K. I've actually not seen Annabelle Creation. Oh, it's good. It is actually really quite good, actually. I enjoyed Annabelle Creation. Yeah, that was my birthday film last year. That was a treat. Yeah. I think I think the reason I wasn't fussed for that one when you went to the cinema to, see it, to review it was that I really didn't like Annabelle. Oh, would you have another go, though? Yeah. So it's interesting to revisit stuff you didn't like and then be surprised. 
we yeah, we shall see. There's some in, there's some interesting shit with the Conjuring universe. Um, I I like, but fucking the nun. Like, I'm gonna go see that thing in Dolby Atmos as well, just to really, really get that last bit of shit out of my sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I think because Bollock's in one and two, isn't she? The nun. Isn't she just in two? Is she just in two? I think think the other dude's scarier. What other dude? The one with the song. Oh, the fucking... What's the critic? The guy from The Conjuring 2? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, I think he's that scary. If I don't think Balak's that scary. She is. Oh. <laughs> Shall I, I just go... Do you know why, why, you know why scary, Becky? Right? Catholic because guilt. Literally, that. <laughs> Catholic guilt. That is why Balak's scary. <laughs> nice. I might I might just go the whole hog and see the nun in 4DX. <laughs> oh, you got raped by a nun. <laughs> You'll come out a shaken shell of a man. Nah, do you know what? That's going to be too Literally much. Literally shaken shell of a man. <laughs> that, you that, that, no, it's, that would be too much, I think. Like, yeah. Fucking, oh God, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Right. Anyway, now that I'm fucking dispirited, what should we do first? Ooh. I think we saved the biggie till last. Yeah, cool. All right, so I'll tell you what. It's the freshest It's the freshest in your minds. You are what's freshest? Yeah. Happy time murders. All right. Yeah. Look at this. Sacramento red hot. Grade 8 hyper sucrose. You're to put a human in a diabetic coma for a month, but to a puppet pure ecstasy. I'm not doing that. Do it, mate, Zach. Take it. Sorry about your dead human friend, Phillips. Wait for it. (gasps) (laughs) That is good shit. Well, fuck me. Maybe. (laughs) The Happy Time Murders is directed by Brian Henson and stars Melissa McCarthy and Puppets. Um, So, it's about a private investigator whose name I can't remember... Phil Phillips. Phil Phillips, that was it, yeah. I quite enjoyed that. Um, Who's an ex-cop who's become a private investigator and he's given a job to track down someone blackmailing a uh, sex-addicted other puppet. Um, While there, he basically, while investigating it, it somehow sparks a chain of murders associated to the Happy Time gang a TV, uh, an old TV show, and Phil has to team up with his ex-human partner, played by Melissa McCarthy, who's either an ex-human or his ex-partner, who is human, you be the judge, um, to track down what the fuck is actually going on. So, The Happy Time Murders. I was looking forward to this because I like A Haunted House too. <laughs> um, 
Mark and Becky were more ambivalent, but they were they they agreed to go to the cinema to see it. I didn't force them. They are adults who can make up their own minds. Let's be honest, though, you did force us to go to the cinema last night. Yeah, but that wasn't for the Happy Time Murders. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Happy Time Murders was 5.45 tonight. <laughs> and actually, you really wanted to see it. Yeah, yeah, no, I did, I did. Okay. But was, yeah. I, all right, the thing is, you could have you you just drunk. I would have been a bit disappointed because I really want to fucking talk about Unfriended. But <laughs> I'm glad that you went. Anyway, the Happy Time Murders, are you glad you went? Who wants to start? I'll I'll go. I honestly really really enjoyed it. Mm. I was I was really reticent about it because it looked from the trailer like it was going to be very very crass, and there's only so much of that I can I can take. I said to you on the phone yesterday, didn't I? That I was worried it was just going to be going to turn out to be another fucking sausage party. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Where. I, you take what could be quite an interesting, funny premise and then just fuck it up. And I, I really, I think maybe because I was worried about that, the direction it actually went in made me enjoy it more because my expectations were tempered. But I, I really enjoyed it. Like, as as a detective story, it was really interesting. I thought Maya Rudolph was great in it as Bubbles. I thought Melissa McCarthy was really, really good in it. Um. Yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, fair play. Okay, Mark. I'm the same. Yeah, I I okay. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was. Um, I knew I knew I was going to enjoy it. Literally after a minute, where there was a. a I don't even think it was a joke happened. Oh, is this when you got the giggles? But I got the giggles literally in the first minute. And nobody else was laughing. Like, what, what bit? At all. You know the old guy with the, and the kids take his eye out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's dancing and all that lot. Well, as Phil Phillips is going into the into um, his, his offices, um, the, the the old guy says a line where he says, my wife's dead. And oh, yeah, that's reason, right. It fucking, it killed me. Yeah. And I, I was having to kind of like, because nobody else even chuckled or anything like that. And we were in an audience that was actually laughing quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but nobody else chuckled or anything. And I, I got a little a little pang of the giggles. And then from there I thought, <laughs> do you know what? I think I'm going to be fine with this. I think why why it was, why it was good, the, the puppets feel, not so much like the side characters and stuff, but like Phil Phillips. I'm, I'm never going to tire of saying that name. He feels really fleshed out. He feels like a proper character, not like... The worry, The worry, obviously, with something like this, I mean, which shouldn't be a worry when it's the guy who directed Muppet Christmas Carol and, and stuff like that, and it's... It's... Um, what's it, Jim Henson's son? It's, it shouldn't be a worry, but there is always that concern that they will just feel like puppets. And they don't, the main puppet characters don't feel like puppets. No, I, that, yeah, I think that was it. Do you know what I liked about it? What? It's a lot of it's set at daytime, which makes no sense whatsoever. But it was quite a light movie, which I think added to its kind of breeziness. It mm. didn't try and go for the noir detective thing. It very much went for just being a black comedy. Um, 
<laughs> and and I, I kind of I, I dug that vibe. But Ian, what, what, what were you thinking? That you were a little bit more lukewarm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was kind of disappointed to be honest. Um, I there, there there were moments in it which I thought were fucking amazing, like the the bit in the pawn shop where like they're watching the thing of just like the fucking that like fire dog. Like it's spanking the guy on the bed. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. And uh, fire hydrant. Uh, oh my god! And just <laughs> the bit in the fucking strip joint where Elizabeth Banks is shredding those carrots, and like the, the <laughs> rabbits are just like, "Yeah, make it rain." Just the tip. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, so I mean, like those those moments which are great, but then there's like the the the, the everything with Joel McHale was shit. And, yeah, it was good. Like, yeah. I, I I I I quite enjoyed most of the Joel McHale bits with the fact that they kept on doing the. Oh, idiot says what? Idiot says what? I, I don't know. They just don't. They they, they overextended their hand there. And he, he I, I'll be honest. He felt like he was originally a bit bigger character, and they cut stuff out because, yeah, like, yeah, he's barely in the fucking thing, and it's weird that you cast Joel McHale in that role and then just have him not really do much. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, and I like the Melissa Mc- Melissa McCarthy addiction to sugar thing got old kind of fast for me as well. Um, okay. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, but then she's just throwing back shots of maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it opens a fridge up and it's just full of maple syrup. And the bit where, like, when 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 Bubbles is there in her apartment and she pours herself a glass of maple syrup and then they're talking and she like dumps it down the drain like 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 in a normal detective movie that would be whiskey, but it's not. It's fucking maple syrup. I, I also did did enjoy the the the, 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 the just visual gag of uh, Bubbles asking if she could have a banana and been told no. And then the next and then scene, and the next scene, scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I genuinely would watch would, would watch a, 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 a Bubbles and <laughs> Edwards detective story. Oh, absolutely, yeah, definitely. No, I, mean, uh, I know we normally get to questions at the end, but it is related to this movie. Oh, okay. Just about... Uh, I'm going to let me find it. Oh, yeah, where's it gone? Um, Christopher Martin at Drashig, I think it is, mm-hmm. um, has said, anyone watch The Fuzz on Netflix? Lots in common with Happy Time Murders. Now, I remember this coming out on Netflix. And really wanting to watch it and just never getting round it round to it. It's a like a cop show, but with a puppet cop. Never, no, no, sorry. Uh, you are. No, I mean I, it's TV. Yeah. It doesn't like it. Just it doesn't happen for me. No. No. I I, I don't know what it is. Not even in binge form on Netflix. No. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just looking what it is. I'd, I'd, I'd give it a, a go, maybe. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Just wondered if, if if you'd seen it, Ian, that's all. No, I'm sorry, but no. Anyway, back on Happy Time Murders. I, it just reminded me while we were talking. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I, 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 I'm actually, and the, the exchange, you're one of the best cops I've ever seen. Yeah, well, you're no bag of shit yourself. 
Like I just is. I kind of I I kind of want to use that to be fair, but I'm kind of I'm worried about the reaction I get out of people. Um, yeah, that was that that was. <laughs> I, that's the thing. It's just that there is individual bits that I thought were fucking brilliant, but then the rest of it, I just there were a lot of jokes that didn't land for me, like a lot. Um, and I just by the end of it, I just kind of felt like, yeah. I'll never, I don't think I'll ever watch that again. Fine. I I don't know. It kind of, it felt like it could have gone down some interesting, genuinely satirical kind of avenues. But yeah, it it did seem at one point like it was going to go for a racism angle. And then it seemed like it was going to go for a sexism angle. And it didn't. (laughs) And it, it does seem a little bit like, the idea of it was, right, what we're going to do is we're going to have this film, but it's going to be puppets, but they're just going to be swearing and fucking shit like that and doing drugs. So, all right, and we're going to use it as some kind of agorical message. No, it's just going to be puppets fucking smoking, yeah, but doing I drugs and stuff that. like that. Like, if it was trying to ram a message down your throat, it wouldn't be any fun, would it? Uh, uh, yes and no. It's um, a puppet movie. It's a movie with puppets. It doesn't need to do that. But no, we have Bright did that, and it did it pretty Badly. horribly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 but I, I, I will admit to um, enjoying puppets constantly thinking that Melissa McCarthy's a dude. Yeah, uh, that was good. And the uh, also her pointing at the guy and saying, you know, we would have fucked if you know what is it? And it's her husband. I thought was a nice little nod wink. <laughs> Doug, wish we'd fucked. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's not too late. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I did like after the sex scene as well. Clean up on aisle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just it's I I had a fun time. And honestly, I I. I could see myself watching this again a number of times. Yeah, again. absolutely. I think it, 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 like you invest in in like they're fucking puppets. They're made yeah. out of felt and like foam and stuffing. But you invest in the, the the stuff like when when he eventually asks her to go out for like dinner with him at the end. It's genuinely like a oh kind of moment. It's he feels like a proper character. I yeah. I, I I think that might be where we. We, we differ there. Like, I don't know. It, like, I think it was because you guys were having a better time with it than I, than I did, to be that, fair. That, that's one of those things, isn't it, where if you're having a really good time with somebody, it, you're going to, it's going to take on that journey. And if, if it's not quite connected with you, then you're not, you're just not going to have the same vibe with that, I suppose. Yeah, quite. Oh, shit. Bit of interesting news here. Ooh, what? Woody Allen's latest film, Rainy Day, has been shelved indefinitely by Amazon. Oh yeah, I saw that, and it's not got a it's not got a 2019 release either. His next slated release is 2020, and that even is in question. Oh, that will break his one a year since 1984. Yeah, well, if Amazon don't release this, then he doesn't do another one next year. That's two years missed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, literally might never be released. Wow. Yeah. I, mean... I don't. Wow. I, I'm going to hold my tongue on this one. Anyway, sorry. Um, just a notification that came up on my bloody phone because I'm. I'm not talking... okay, I'm say it. We have enough Woody Allen films. We just we do. We have enough. He's made enough. You know, and 
so many of his films are insignificant and yeah. he, he can't just ride through on fucking Annie Hall for his entire fucking career. And it's about time that I think it was fucking pointed at the prick. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fair point. Um, anyway, bad happy time murders. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I can't. I, I feel. I feel more warmly towards the film, having spoken about it with you guys. But I'm definitely. I'm, I'm still not going to say it's definitely not shit. I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't do it. I don't. It's like some of the reviews coming out saying like it was one of the worst films of the year. It's just it's it just patently just no. It, it, it's not one of the worst films of the year. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it, it felt it did feel like a missed opportunity to me. Just I, I, I can I can see how that could be. What is it? I think it just it just caught us at the right time, didn't it? Yeah, and I think. Our expectations were quite low. Yeah. Whereas mine, I think, were a little bit, I'm looking forward to this, and I kind of yeah. went in the other direction. What I would quite like to do is, like, when it when it crops up on something or other, Sky or Now TV is what you use, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like you to rewatch it, knowing what it actually is, versus what the trailer suggested it is, and... <laughs> In, and kind of see what you think on rewatch. I'd maybe argue the trailer's pretty indicative of what the film is, but I will watch it having had a few beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch that's out. Yeah, and the fact that it's only ninety minutes long helps. Oh, for <laughs> sure. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm definitely not shit uh, on it. Yeah, definitely not shit for me. Very good, very good. Um... Audience poll was yes. 17%. Touching cloth, 0%. Shit, 67%. Aww. And Geostorm, 16%. Okay. What are okay. you landing? Me? Mm, shit or touching cloth? No, I think I'm going to go touching cloth. Like, I, I think I... I think the two out of five that I put on my film diary thing, I think I'm going to bump up to a 2.5, which puts it into touching cloth territory for me. I, I, there, there was enough laughs and the, just the fucking shredding the carrots and the rabbit saying, make it rain. I don't know. It just, that was fucking, that was great. <laughs> Doesn't take much sometimes. Um, so I want to talk about unfriended. Damn it. So yeah, let's do it. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Hey! Hey, hold on. One second. Hello? Uh, yeah, we did. Okay. Well, he must have figured it out because we got him. Yeah, sure thing. Thanks. Sorry, that was the pizza place. I guess the driver called, couldn't figure out where we were or something. I don't know. Hi. Is Amaya with you right now? No. I mean, I just got in. And I think Amaya's in the shower. Can you possibly get it for me right now? Wow. Okay. Hello. Are you there? I can hear you. Are you still there? I can't can't, see you. I can't see you. Where'd you go? Yeah. Is that on your end or? No, I think it's my end. Yeah, sorry. Hold on.
I'm taking the reins. Unfriended Dark Web is directed by Steven Susco and stars fuck knows. Um, no offence to them, just I don't have it up on IMDb. and Random skin jobs. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. So, <laughs> so, Unfriended Dark Web. Naughty boy steals a MacBook, learns to fucking regret it. Um, that's basically the story. Mm. Um, so, Becky, what did you think of Unfriended Dark Web? See, I I went into this with quite high expectations. I really, really enjoyed Unfriended. I found it very unsettling um, in that it was it was kind of it it was something that could happen to anyone, isn't it? Like, I mean, we're sat here on Skype recording this in Unfriended. They're basically doing the same thing, but with video chat, and then some rando pops up and terrorises them. It, mm. it, it is very much a relatable, could happen to anyone kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. This is... It, it's essentially like a rehash of that, but with added theft and dark webbery, um, which I think makes it a bit less relatable for me, because... You know, I'm never going to steal anyone's MacBook, so I'm probably going to be fine for this scenario. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's the first one done again, not as well. Um, I didn't find it as unsettling. The main character, as much as it's an ensemble cast, there is obviously the main guy who steals the laptop, isn't a sympathetic character at all. His girlfriend is, like, you, you're rooting for her through it, but mm. Ian is a bit of a dick. Learn fucking sign language. Make it easy on yourself. Um, I, don't, I don't know, it just, it didn't, it, it, it missed the mark for me, this one. It was, it was maybe a bit more creepy with the videos and stuff like that, and, like, the <laughs> probability, I suppose, that these kind of things do go on. But I don't know. It just it, it it just felt a bit. It felt less accessible. Okay. All right, Mark. Um. Yeah. I think for a start, I think it was it was too long. It was too long. Yeah. And it's only ninety odd minutes long. Mm. Um. And I I liked the first one, friendly. I didn't like it as much as as you did, Bex. Um. But. It did feel a little. What I did like about Unfriended was it. It did feel like these things could happen. Yeah, it, it, it's a feasible. What is it? I didn't feel this felt feasible no. at, at, at all. It's a bit far fetched. It, it felt it? a little bit like um, like when somebody tries to do a um, found footage film, and then you look at it and go right. But who was holding the fucking camera there? Yeah. And who got that angle and shit like that? And you start to do that. And I think the, the other part of that is, is I'm sure that actually happens in Unfriended. But you're not looking out for it because you're too drawn into the story. Whereas I, I, I really wasn't in this. And I think part of that wasn't to do with the story. It was to do with the fact that I, I didn't like the lead character because it's all his fault. Yeah. He steals a laptop. And like Beck says... Instead of just taking the time to learn sign language, this girl that he loves so much that he's let all his friends die for her, 
Instead, he plows all his time and making a fucking app. Which is useless to her to talk back to. Which is shit because she can already fucking sign. Yeah. And it's just, and, and so that led me to go, right, well, yeah, he probably does read love and all this lot, but it's more in a, ha, I've seen myself and I'm not, I'm like a fucking seven and she's like a banging fucking eight and a half, nine, and I'm not going to get another chance at this. And part of that is because she's deaf. And that's a horrible thing, but I'm saying what the, the character is. And, yeah. but, and he can't even be asked to fucking learn sign language. Mm. It just, I don't, it, it, he annoyed me. But there is some really fucking creepy bits in it. Yeah, 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 there and, is. And that was was quite good. And the, you know, the bits, as you're seeing it building, uh, that's a different bit. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it building in front of them. Mm. They they grab you, but I think the bits where it, where it kind of tries to give you a break a little bit, it was like, no, do you know what? It's all supposed to be happening on a screen. Don't give me a fucking break. If you're going to go relentless, go relentless. Don't give me a break because I don't want a break. And I think the first one does that more. It is all via screen, isn't yeah. it? Um, one thing I will say about it is I will re-watch this when it comes out to be able to watch at home because I don't think it really works as a cinema experience because... When there's loads of stuff going on on the screen and there's type people typing and stuff, you find yourself like struggling to Looking read. Around for it. It, there's bits going on in different areas of the screen. It's too small. If you're sat at the back of a cinema, it's too small to read easily. Mm. And you know, they, really, they should have they should have anticipated that. Mm. What are your thoughts here? Um, okay, so this film weirded me the fuck out. Um, I was really, really creeped out by it, to be honest. Um, the thing is, you guys, it was interesting you guys were saying that it, it did, a lot of it didn't feel plausible, but it's, do you, do you know what the, the concept of swatting is? No, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. Oh, is that the way, is that the thing where... Or like on online gaming, they they can kind of call loads of people down on certain players to go and like get them. Oh well, no, it's well may, maybe there's a gaming thing to it, but basically, it's where people like you will call bomb threats in mm. and say basically saying it's the YouTuber. And then they watch as like the fucking police or SWAT teams or whatever come round, and it's like people have, have at the very least actually been like fucking shot, yeah, if yeah. not killed. That, you know? Yeah, that that one recently was because someone took exception to I think it was on like an online Call of Duty or something like that, and someone fucked up a campaign, so they called in a bomb threat on the guy. Okay. He looked up his IP address, calling a bomb threat. Yeah, there you go. And he ended up getting shot. Yeah. But so I remember reading about it. Yeah, that bit actually was really interesting. Where they where they did that with um, AJ. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That interestingly done. Actually, that was good. And like yeah, yeah, that was the bit where I was saying where it's building. It's building. That was that was the bit yeah. I, was, I was referencing. Yeah. yeah. And and like that that bit, it just what like. Because that's the thing, like, I'd, I'd heard about that. So I was kind of, like, piecing it together, like, shit, they're taking bits of what he's saying on you. Oh, no. And then and it was just, like, the, 
you know, the waiting for it to happen, which usually in a horror film or a thriller is not that not that great, but just the knowing it's going to end fucking horrifically. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, the, the, oh. the, 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 the shot of where they're circling the shotgun sound thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. circling it and you're thinking, they're going to fucking press it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, it was, yeah, it was very clever. Um, so that, it, it, it just, th- there, were, there were things like that and, there, there were aspects of it which kind of took me out of it. Like, I thought it was interesting that they didn't go in a supernatural direction with this. Um, even though you do have the bits where the where the bad guys are in frame and it's doing that kind of, like, distortion effect. Um, yeah, well, that, that's them editing themselves out the videos. But it's like, how the fuck are they doing that in real time? I think I think there is actually a program that can do that. Like, okay, fair enough. If there's something that can actually do that, then but, you know, all right, fine. I, I agree with you in the sense that 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 when I said said that, that some of it just felt a little bit implausible, like it couldn't happen. That's the bit I, I, I mean. I I think there is a software that can do that, but whether or not it can do it in real time seems a little like mm. a little fanciful. I just wish they'd gone with. The, the element of him having stolen the laptop mm. fucked it for me. If it was his laptop and they'd somehow hacked uh, him, or, or, or he had bought it, or he'd bought it secondhand off fucking Craigslist or something like that, fine. But the, I don't know the the, the fact that he stole it, kind of it, it's all um, just too convenient. I would wager that I don't think we're supposed to feel that bad for him. I don't think we're supposed to. I think we're supposed to empathise with the fact that he wants to save his girlfriend because his girlfriend is a complete innocent in all of this. Mm. But I don't. I I don't think we are sp- particularly supposed to want to see him get out of it. Um. Like I, I agree because I agree. I didn't once empathise with the guy as soon as it was clear that he fucking stole the laptop. Which, to be fair, is pretty much at the fucking password entry screen at the beginning. Yeah, it, it, it's right. Yeah, no, this guy, not good. And you know, it, it's a it's a morality tale, like a lot of horror is, isn't it? It's like it's somebody makes a mistake and they pay for it with their life and maybe the lives of those around them, which is a. You know, it's a pretty classical thing in horror. And I don't, a lot of the time, I don't think you are specifically supposed to empathise with them. Just, be, you know, because they're the lead character in a film doesn't necessarily mean that you have to empathise yeah, with them. It's they're, they're expected, not... but you don't necessarily have to. Yeah, they're, they're just because, like you said, just because they're the lead or the, the central character doesn't mean to say that they're, they're the hero of the piece. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I genuinely... It might help, again, uh, the Q&A podcast with Jeff Goldsmith. Really, really good, really good podcast. Um, there, I listened to an hour and a half Q&A. Did he, did he used to have one years ago, a different one? Creative screenwriting. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, he um, he left that and he, he started this because um, he's got his own like iPad magazine now. Um, but yeah, it's like an hour and a half podcast with the writer, director and ed- the editor and it's really like that aspect is really interesting because the film is like basically an animated movie 
um, which is really interesting. Um, but yeah, like I, I didn't get, so maybe it helps that I kind of had that context, but I don't think they meant for him to be particularly empathetic. Um, and I, I think it's just following that grand tradition, but that might be me spinning because I like the film more than you guys do. Uh, more traditional horror tropes though, the, uh, the girlfriend would be a bit more final girl, wouldn't she? She's a complete innocent. She would have got, she'd have got out. Yeah. I mean, it does. The thing is that the, the, I, in a way, I was glad that they didn't back away from it because that maybe would have felt like a little bit of a cop. Like I liked, I liked how grim it was. Um, mm-hmm. I I liked that the film didn't pull its punches. And I mean, again, this is a Blumhouse thing. In the end of the day, the the film had a budget of a million dollars, so yeah. it was like just from selling it to TV and whatnot, it was going to make its budget back. So it's basically, right, director, screenwriter, you do what the fuck you want to do. You want to make it grim, you make it grim. We will give you that freedom. And they do. If this film had a budget of $10 million, it might it might look better. It might have some be- better kills or whatever, but it would probably have a happier ending. And is, is that really what this story wanted? And I, I would argue, no, it's this fucking depressing disturbing look at what having a massive on like online presence can do if someone wants to turn it against you yeah yeah and i i agree that that, that i think part of if this if this film looked more polished it'd be a detriment to the film yeah it wouldn't work it wouldn't work because you'd have to make everything look more polished the people within it would have Mm. to look more polished the effects stuff look more polished, and the whole thing then would go from being an interesting, albeit an interesting um, horror film that didn't work for me, but still an interesting horror idea, to just being another generic. I'd love to have seen it with the alternate ending, though. Yeah, that'd be quite interesting. What's the alternate ending? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, apparently, he gets he gets well buried alive, essentially. Yeah. Um. And the, uh, um, okay, so hang on. In the second ending, Matthias texts Amaya to meet him in a familiar spot where he filmed a video of them hiking and sharing a kiss. He arrives at the site and finds a hole dug in the ground with an open casket before a Sharon, Sharon? Sharon. Knocks him out. Later, Amaya arrives and the hole has been filled. She calls Matthias and his ringing phone wakes him up. He realises that he's been buried alive and tries to text Amaya about his predicament but the circle changes all of his messages to, I wish I could sign better. When he attempts to video chat, the circle pixelates his mouth so Amaya cannot read his lips. Amaya gets mad and hangs up, leaving Matthias to die as he runs out of air. Should have fucking learnt to sign, shouldn't he? Should have learnt to sign. That's that's, that's actually still fucking really quite grim. (laughs) But it's grim not the right person. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, that's fair. I, yeah, that ending, I mean, in the end of the day, she lives, she's a complete innocent in the whole thing, and he gets a probably a darker ending than the one he actually gets in this. Mm, yeah, he just gets hit by a truck. Yeah. An easy way. Maybe we survived it. Doubtful. He's not fucking surviving that. That was pretty high speed. <laughs> well, another point. Another fucking What, point. how did he not get out of the way? There's a lot of pointing going on here. Right, right. 
right? All this bad shit's happened. Yeah. Right? This is such a fucking cyclist thing to do. Just stops in the fucking middle of the road. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hate cyclists, don't you? Oh, bravo. This is rampage. Such a cyclist thing to do. Fucking cyclists. I'm, I'm, I'm very considerate of cyclists when I'm driving. You are. I'm too considerate to a fucking fault. To a yeah, fault. So am I. But they're fucking pricks. <laughs> um, yeah. Fucking I... wankers. Oh, that fucking one. <laughs> fucking hell. Not bad. Ian I... has no context for this. Yeah, he, 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 has he, he, has, he has no context of the fact that I was coming out of the car park of a shop that's just at the road from us um, on Sunday night, was it? Mal tangent, people, but indulge me. Um, I was coming out of the uh, car park and it was dark, like properly, fully fucking dark. And so as I went to pull out, a cyclist on the road in full fucking cyclist full kit wanker on his big fucking... Light, super lightweight, expensive cycling bike went whizzing by the exit for the the car park um, with no lights on. Oh my! Okay. Right. I stopped in good time. Was nowhere near him. Didn't he didn't have to like swerve out or anything like that. And then I waited a second, and then pulled out and went past him as I was going around at a decent distance. And he purposefully swerved towards my car and kicked my car. What? Why? What? Well, that's it. I stopped and asked him why. Yeah, what did he say? So he couldn't get past it. Well, I did. I stopped and blocked the cycle there so I couldn't get past. Nice. Uh, told me uh, to that, that I'd nearly fucking hit him and that I was a prick and all this. And I said, well, you haven't got any fucking lights. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you've spent 800 quid on a fucking bike and 200 quid to look like a fucking condom. Nice. You can't spend 15 quid and I set a fucking light uh, and proceeded to then set off and proceeded to drive at three miles an hour in front of him for the entire way home. Did you really? I fucking did. Fucking hell, man. Bloody hell, man. What? You, I, you are being a dick when you want to be, aren't you? I am committed to being a prick when I want to be. Fuck. Okay, fair enough. That's yeah. That's that. That's impressive. <laughs> yes, I, I I have the capacity to be a bit of a bit of a dickhead when I want to be. You're very skilled at it, though. I am. Yeah, it it it, it comes with with with, with a, a, a when most people have a, a, a small inkling that they want people to like them. I just don't have that. I no. don't care. But you, you, you can be quite creative in your dickheadedness. It's quite, you know. I'll take that. <laughs> so anyway, sorry about that, my, my tangent, but yeah, just reminded me of that. <laughs> Fucking cyclist. Um, so, I think we're probably about done there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I, I'm, I'm saying definitely not shit. What are you saying? You see, I'm. Oh, you see, the annoying thing is, I want to go touching cloth, but I do think I, that bit. Well, shit. Yeah, I'm gonna say shit. 
I'm going to say touching cloth because I think on a rewatch it would be better on a smaller screen. That's plausible that I, I could end up getting saying that it, it could be better on a what is it? So I'm, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, okay. Oh, you sound really disappointed. A little bit. A little bit. I'm glad you like Happy Time Murders, though. Um, okay. Our, our audience poll on... on uh, oh, sorry. Yes, yes. The dark web uh, was definitely not shit, 25%. Okay. Touching cloth, 0%. Right. I'm an outlier. Shit, 75%. Oh, bloody hell. And you must have 0%. I will caveat this, though, with the fact that only four people voted on that. So it's not a widespread... And I didn't vote, I want to say. I've seen that one. Fair enough. Okay. Um, So, a little bit mindful of time. Let's let's do Black Klansman now, and then, you know, we'll just see how it goes with what we watched. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm cool with that, yeah. Yeah, I'll do Slenderman as part of what we've been watching. Yeah. Okay, cool. So. Today we are privileged to be among white men and white women (laughs) such as yourselves real warriors for the real America the America that our ancestors fought and died for the true white American race the backbone from whence came our great southern heritage and I want to thank you I want to thank you so much for never putting your country second. America first. America first. America first. Black Houseman is directed by Spike Lee and stars John David Washington, uh, Adam Driver, Topher Grace, and uh, Laura Laura Herrier, um, I, a.k.a. the love interest from Spider-Man Homecoming. And it's like, she did that, and she did this, Girls got range. Want to see her in more stuff? Holy shit! That's the girl from Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, who played the better Tessa Thompson? Yeah. Fucking hell! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, you're right, girl. That's got range. Yeah. I didn't even know it was the same person. Nope. Neither did I before <laughs> beforehand. Like, really, Not really, well. like she's really impressive. Um. So she was Spider-Man Homecoming as well, actually. Sorry? She was good in Spider-Man Homecoming as yeah, well. Yeah, she was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is the, um, like, based on some faux real, faux real shit um, <laughs> story of um, uh, Ron Stallworth, played by John David Washington, who um, is the first uh, black detective in Colorado Springs, or bl- first black cop. Um, he... Goes undercover. He in the film, he basically one day sees an ad for the Ku Klux Klan, and just calls and says, "I'm interested in your organization." And uh, he has to uh, team up with Flip, played by Adam Driver, to be the face while he's the voice on the phone. And it basically goes all the way to the Grand Wizard himself, David Duke, played by Tova Grace, who becomes friends with. Ron Stallworth, essentially, or uh, I think Friends is actually probably appropriate, really. Yeah. Um, 
So, Black Klansman uh, won the uh, essentially the runners-up prize at Cannes, has been doing well, though Boots Riley, director of Sorry to Bother You, has been very critical of the film and its depiction of uh, the police in it, saying that he feels they're letting the police off too uh, lightly, essentially, and that this, this film is a fairy tale. Um, Mark, this time, uh, what do you think of Black Klansman? If I see a better movie this year, I will be very, 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 very surprised. Cool. Uh, I think it's. I have a, a very, a very hit and miss relationship with Spike Lee, which is tinged with a lot of kind of anger and frustration in the fact that he was so fucking good when you know he broke on on the scene you know in the late eighties and then pursued that through in the early nineties and he was one of the genuine uh, great new voices in in cinema um and then he he kind of he lost his way a little bit as people like um Paul Thomas Anderson and Tarantino came out and they kind of took on the mantle that 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 Spike Lee had kind of started and and he seemed to get wrapped up a little bit in his own Spike Lee-ness of everything. And he, he almost became a bit of a parody of himself. And then he made some not great movies. And then he, he 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 became somebody who shouted more about his movies than actually made movies. And, you know, there are some movies in there that I think I need to go and see now that the dust has kind of settled a little bit. And there were some, some really good movies within that Um that I really quite enjoyed, but this was him getting a a, a a verve back and a bit of energy back. And what was, and I said this to Bex as a similar. What, what, what I loved about the film was a, it's a story that he 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 really wanted to tell, but he wanted to. He wasn't shouting at you, but he was he was actually shouting at you. You just didn't realise he was shouting at you. Um, well, this is what we said we, after we'd seen it, wasn't yeah, it, it, like, it, it, it? It felt like a telling off, but it's a timely telling off. It's a timely telling off, but it, yeah. it, it, as well, it was rather than sitting you down and pointing at you and saying, this is fucking wrong, it, it was sitting down and he was sitting down next to you and going, this is fucking wrong, isn't it? And you're going, yes, Spike, it is fucking wrong. You're fucking right. This yeah. is fucking disgusting. Yeah. And it had all of that. And the things that made Spike Lee a great filmmaker was these interesting, essentially film school tropes, uh, film school um, little affectations and things like that, the, the the problem is when people get a little, you know, that they put out in their first few movies and then when they get successful and they think that they're auteurs, they go, well, I don't need that anymore. I, mm. I, I've got my fucking things here. And Spike Lee's kind of go, well, I'm, I'm still going to do that. I'm still going to do my long dolly shots. I'm still going to do all these these what are perceived as film school things that a 50-odd-year-old filmmaker shouldn't be doing anymore. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. Scorsese's in his fucking 70s and he still fucking does them. <laughs> it's the people... It's when you stop doing the things that made you fucking great. And stop doing the things that make you you. Yeah, and, and I think that it, 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 it had so much fucking energy. It was helped by the fact that it's a fucking great story. Mm. It was funny. Um, John David Washington makes me think... Why hasn't this guy been acting in movies for a shitload longer? Mm. Um, Adam Driver continues to just be great in anything he's in. He's awesome as Flip. Uh, 
uh, in this, and he, he's 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 fantastic. And then it's it's funny, but then it's also got scenes that make you go, "Fucking hell!" Yeah. One one in particular that absolutely broke me when we were watching it is the bit where they're shooting at the targets, oh, and, hands targets up. and then he comes in and goes up to them, mm-hmm. and they are what they are. It's mm-hmm. well, I, horrible. I, I was reading a story about that. I'm pretty sure it was John Day Washington. Um, had a bit of a problem after that and had a bit of a go at Spike Lee mm. and said, that's too fucking much. That's too far. That's too far. Mm. Those fucking targets are too far. You've, you've, you've overstepped the mark there a little bit. And then Spike Lee, the production designer, turned around and said, well, no, because they said, they said you, you need to, you, I don't know, you shouldn't have made those. And they said, we didn't make them, we bought them on eBay. Jesus fucking Christ! Really? They bought. They, they they were bought on eBay. They didn't make them. They're not props. Fucking hell! Really? Um, yeah, and it was like fuck off. And like yeah, and that adding to how good a shot that is. Yeah, oh, fair enough. Phenomenal shot. It, it's a phenomenal shot. It's a phenomenal placement. It's a phenomenal. That's the, the score that's moving at that bit. It, it's. It, and I, I say this a lot. There's there's bits that take a movie from being really good, and all it takes from a movie a go from being really good to being exceptional is one or two little really moments, yeah. little moments, and that is one of those little moments. There's a moment that I'll talk about later on. When we get more into it, where I think Spike Lee kind of goes, when you're thinking, all right, cool, that was a really good, that was you know, it's a fun, good movie, and I get the message like that. And then he goes, ah, 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 ah. don't fucking get up yet. Yeah. And then you go, oh fucking hell. Um, but yeah, it's, sorry, I'll let other person talk. Yeah, well, I think I think my opinion is very much very much the same as yours. I think um, it, it, it's an odd combination of funny and harrowing because you're laughing at the absurdity of these people. But they were perpetuating these horrific crimes against the, the victims of their ridiculous beliefs. Mm. And, you know, you, you, you find yourself sometimes laughing at bits and then you're like, oh, but shit. <laughs> this happened. Yeah. And it's it, the absurdity of it to any, like, right-minded person is obvious, but they really fucking believe this shit. Mm. And, and the... I think I think I mean Topher Grace is brilliant as David Duke, but what a fucking arsehole yeah. that man must be to yeah. actually like perpetuate this whole movement. And it, it, it I, I actually find it really kind of really sobering. And I came out of it like, I mean, obviously there's that the bit that you alluded to that we'll 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 talk about, but. That honestly, the the ending of it, that those those final scenes were were awful. To to think that we'd because it's it's weird for us. I think it's weird for our generation to be where we are again. And I said this to you when we came out of the cinema. It, we when we were kind of growing up, racism was very very frowned upon. Mm. Absolutely. We, 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 absolutely frowned upon we didn't, like you just, get, we didn't get rid of it but we, we reduced it significantly and, 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 and fucking come back the vast majority of the people that you spoke to 
absolutely rejected any kind of racist talk or you know even even casual racing you'd call people on it and it's it's come back and I think watching a film like Black Klansman as being our age we we missed it the first time around when it was really bad then we grew up when it wasn't as bad and now it's fucking awful again but we're grown-ups now and we just look at we look at other people that have grown up within this kind of nice bubble in the middle where racism wasn't really a a thing. Well, it still it, was a thing, but it wasn't as prevalent yeah, as it seems yeah, yeah. And it was, there, and yeah. like I say, it, it was frowned upon. It was socially unacceptable. It's, it seems to be socially acceptable again now. It seems to be a valid fucking opinion. Yeah. And it's not... A protected it, fucking freedom of speech. It, 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 it's not. It, it's that fucking ridiculousness of everyone's entitled to their own opinion. No, they're not. Not if that opinion is categorically wrong. But no, no not even categorically wrong. Not if it's not a fucking opinion. It's a prejudice. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's weird for me, and then to to come out of that to to having seen how it was at the time where the film is set and how it is now based on the end scenes, it, it kind of you I I felt like sandwiched in the middle of these really fucking awful times. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 xenophobia that really worries me. It's the the fear of the other, and it, it seems like. It's almost getting increasingly towards like just fear of the other, even if the other is literally just another country as well. It's you know, I mean, like you look at the, the there was some fucked up shit about how um, a German gentleman, I believe, was beaten to death. I think last weekend, and the name of the person was leaked to. Uh, was leaked by a far right group, and it apparently the leak came from the police to the far right group, um, and it turned out it, I, I believe it was uh, a, 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 an Islamist uh, uh, a person who'd done it, and it just inspired riots. So now there's worries that there is a far right sector in the German police that's kind of like insidiously in there, and it's. Just the fact, I, I don't know, I mean, it's, it's obviously a bigger conversation, but it, the, the, the fact that, you know, and w- with Brexit and how it seems to be that, like, they're already trying to paint no-deal Brexit as being the fault of the others as opposed to the British. Like, we haven't done anything wrong. We're, you know, it, it's it's them. They're the ones who are saying that they, they, they won't accept these things. And it, it, it's just, you know... It, having a, a people having to admit that they're wrong or something uh, you know it, it just seems to be such a difficult thing and it, it, well, the long and short of it with brexit unfortunately and i know this is a much bigger conversation but the long and short of it with brexit is there is no way to do the whole brexit thing without violating the good friday agreement it is an untenable situation and they need to just fucking realize that Okay, a bigger conversation, but yeah, our future has been decided by a group of people, a, a, group, a, group of, a group of millionaires who have never actually had to properly work in their lives, the, having a, a, a bickering contest in the public domain. I, I, I fucking just, we'll move on in a second, but I fucking yeah. hate that the biggest hope for actually having some sort of sensible Brexit at the moment is the fact that Paul Dacry is just left as the editor of the Daily Mail and a Remain supporting person is coming in 
and is already looking to soften the tone. And like it, like just like that's my big hope at the moment that the fucking editor of the Daily Mail like seems to realize what's actually happening. Like, and, and it's the new editor of the Daily Mail. I hasten to add, but it, it, yeah, yeah I don't know. But going back to Black Klansman, it's <laughs> like, like you say, it's you know, people have been critical of the film for not being subtle. It's like, have you ever? seen a Spike Lee film in your fucking life. Um, yeah, I, I, I saw the, the, the subtlety thing. I'm sorry to interrupt you here, but... I'm no, no, do it, do it. ...on that quickly. Um, and why does it need to be subtle? It's not satire. No, it's it's a fucking story. It, it doesn't need to be subtle. It's not... It's it, it's not Get Out. I, I, Which I, is fine. It's not a criticism of Get Out or anything like that. But why does it need to be so? Occasionally, people need to be hit over the fucking head with a hammer. No, I mean, I I was listening to a a podcast the other day, so I'm not going to say this is kind of my. I was thinking this, but they put it in a really good way. I think Um, fighting in the war room. um, Good podcast, Um, and they were saying that it's unsubtle times. Yeah, you know, know, uh, you've got all this like flagrant, all these flagrant statements that are wrong or racist and like you know coming from a lot of different places it's like we need a filmmaker like spike lee just to say here's how it is yeah Mm. yeah yeah absolutely Uh, i I think the the left-leaning are they're always trying to be too smart with things not even that i think they're always trying to be the which is why the punch and Nazi movement is a fucking wonderful movement. The what? The punch and Nazi thing. Oh, we can't, we can't stoop down to violence. Fuck off. If you put me in a room with David Duke and a gun on a table and said to me, no one will know, I'd fucking <laughs> shoot in the face straight away. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd be saying, can I have a gun with more bullets, please? First... And I'm not a violent man. No, no. But, you know, but the thing is, the, 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 your right-leaning people are very vocal and very... Your, your far-right-leaning leaning people are very vocal and very fucking bullshit and very... And your right-leaning ones are fucking idiots. And then you, your left-leaning people tend to be your liberals and your... You know, like fucking sensible people. I love the way that people think that, 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 that someone calling you a liberal is an insult. Yeah, how is that an insult? <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> but then, but then they've, they've turned being a racist in a fucking compliment for some reason. Anyway, black lads. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It, it just, it's. It's pertinent, though. It is pertinent to the conversation about black clans. I mean, it does make know, you. It actually, makes you consider your politics. It makes you look at the world around you. It's. It is a very timely movie. Yeah, and, and do you know what? Just to have a little bit of balance, like not balancing racism, but just balancing fucking party politics. Jeremy Corbyn's not a fucking bed of roses either. Like mm. that, that, like it, it, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, he's perfectly fine with Brexit as long as it's done his fucking way. So uh, you know, he doesn't want to be in the EU either, and, and you know, no. and, and it's it's for other reasons. But you know, he's. He's not fight. He's not fighting the fight that people thought he was fighting a year ago either. No. Um, I mean, he's. 
I, I God knows I'd, I'd prefer him to May, but he's not the ideal, you know. No, I, 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 yeah, I totally agree with that. I so, prefer more May, though. Sorry? God, that video of her dancing in Africa, fucking hell, I wanted to shoot myself in the face. She, 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 she literally is a walking disaster. She is, yeah. It is. The, the entire Conservative government at the moment are a picture of the late 1970s that's been superimposed into the fucking new world and they don't have a fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> I, 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 I heard Jacob Rees Mock, Mock described the other day as a haunted mop. And yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, the, the, man, the man who described the... Uh, who, who described the, the entire conflict with Ireland as the Troubles. Fucking hell. He's, um... You know Siobhan? Yeah. He's the, he's the her MP. Oh, oh fucking hell. hell. Yeah, no, she's not a fan. Um... The man that looks like he should be burnt alive, it's that cunt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, totally right. But... But, Ian... This is taking Ian, away, I, though. I do have a black man's question for you. Yeah. It, it, has it got some of the strongest court game in cinema? Oh God, yeah. No, the, the coats are remarkable. I mean, I, I yeah, I, it, it, it's the, the the fucking fashion film of the year. Quite frankly, um, I want what John David Washington is selling. Um, yeah. To be fair, I want what Adam Driver is selling. By by the way, I just have to say, I also think this is one of the films of the year, and if it's not in my top three at the very least, that would be a very very strong end of year slate. Yeah, um, very strong. I, I I can't think of a film so far this year I I prefer, but it is only August, so who knows? Um, no, the co- we- the code game is superb. Well, we've we've not really covered her. Who? Yeah. Sister Patrice. Oh, Laura Harrier. Yeah, yeah. Ah, she's great. Yeah. Um, I, I liked, you know, I, I, I liked how her character kind of progressed from, which I think is the kind of thing that kind of bothers Boots Riley as well, um, is the whole, she goes from black power to, be like kind of being with a cop even though towards the end she's like i can't do this so there's something there at least but it's the understanding that it's not black and white and i like how her character progresses and i think she plays that very well um you know just i don't know there are areas of gray and this film i just you know on the whole kind of like the the making the police out to be like good and Ron Stallworth to be a, a hero and whatnot. It's like, well, this shit he did with Ku Klux Klan was remarkable and the police don't, yes, the, the police have done very, very bad things. They've done very, very bad things. Not every policeman is a very, very bad person who does the, who, who does the very, very bad things. Mm. Yeah. You know, I do love that scene. And I know it's a bit of an aside from the main story, but I love that scene where they get the, the cop that feels her up after the um, yeah. after the talk, that scene at the end where they get her and you got that, I got that, you got that, I got that, I got that. <laughs> that bit's very good. Yeah, I don't, and, and also I was saying to Bex at the cinema, I, I I wish it had happened. I see why the film didn't finish where I'm going to say I, I wish it where it had finished. I see why it didn't. I'm glad it didn't, but. 
I also do think there was a world where the last shot of this movie was David Duke sat in his office looking with this look of, what the fuck? Well, after he's had the call from Blackron. Yeah. Um, and that there, but then you have to do the other bit to get to the, to the, to the, to have the connecting tissue to go to the Charlottesville bit. Yeah. I, I don't think that it would be a Spike Lee joint if they did that. Yeah, I can agree with that, yeah. I love how they refer to themselves as the Stallworth Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, their, their, their chemistry within it is, is fantastic. They, they both yeah. they bounce off each other really well. But I think one of the best scenes in the entire um, film is when it's just um, Adam Driver, um, John David Washington, and the other guy who played the other cop. Can't remember his name. That kind of the, the the other cop. What Steve Buscemi? Well, Steve Buscemi. The Steve Buscemi I like. Yeah. Shut the fuck Mike. up! That wasn't Steve Buscemi. No, it's Michael Buscemi. No, shut up! Really? No, seriously, it's Mike. It wasn't. It wasn't Steve Buscemi. It's Michael Buscemi, which I am really fucking praying is his brother. I am as well. That's uh, gotta be. No, seriously, <laughs> if that guy is Michael Buscemi, that has got to be his brother. It's got to be, yeah. What he, the he, he, fuck? He, that wasn't Steve Buscemi. That wasn't no. Steve Buscemi. It's got to be. Mini, mini, Michael mini. Buscemi. Um, come on, come on, come on. It's got to be. Or is, Brother of Steve Buscemi, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so when when the three of those are in the, like, essentially like the little locker area, and they're talking... And they're doing the voices. And they're doing the voices. Yeah. It, I, I just thought that was just... It was such a great fucking scene. Well, that's it. Like, a lot of the cop scenes, like, a lot of their scenes are very much, you know, yeah, there were shit cops at the time, and there were racist cops, and there were cops that were affiliated with the KKK, but there were also cops that were working against it and trying to stop it. Lassie. Sorry, um, Lottie's going to bed. I just want to give her a hug. Come here, monkey. Night-night, Lottie. Oh, do you want to... Oh. Lots. Okay, so I'm not going to be able to hear this. Do you want to say hi, Lots? Hi. Hi, Lots. Do you want to say anything? Hi. Hi. Are you going to bed? Yeah. Yeah, you're tired? No. 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 You're never tired. No. No. Who, uh, who's here? It's Becky. Hi. Hi. They're the people I do the podcast with. We talk about films. You like films, don't you, Lots? Yeah. What's, What's your favourite film, Lottie? Um, um, really, Moana. You what, what? Moana. Moana. Yeah. Moana. Moana is amazing. How good is the shiny song? Um. Well, I'm a bit scared of it because the big crab. There is a big crab, but he does sing really well, though, and he's really sparkly. Yeah, and he's got the Hercalini. Yeah, and you've got you've got what? What other songs are there? Um, um, there's I wanna go in the sea bit. Yeah, that is really good. Can you sing that bit, lots? Yeah, not really. Okay. <laughs> right, and when they night. into yeah. the night at the end, that's good, isn't it? 
Night night. Night night. Night night. Love you, monkey. All right. Um, right. I'm just going to move downstairs real quick. Sorry, guys. Um, take my beer cans that are now by my bed because I'm a bloody alcoholic, apparently. Um, two ticks. She was having a good little chat then. Oh, I really want to meet her. Bringing her up in October, so um, you will. What, to Manchester? Yeah, that's the plan. Mark, says you're about coming to York. Come and check out our beer hall. Oh, some fucking point, yeah. Um, Oh, it's fucking mint. Probably early uh, early 2019, I reckon. Um, Nice. Don't have an awful lot of holiday off work, but... um, Right, so anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that in. So that was Lottie's thoughts on uh, Moana. <laughs> um, yeah, no, seriously, like, she gets really freaked out by the shiny bit. Um, like, she always asks me to uh, fast-forward it. Oh, really? That's my favourite song. Yeah, no, it's not the song. It's just, like, she gets freaked out by Jermaine Clement, apparently. Yeah. So. Well, Becky, you are 35 years old, and Lots is pop. <laughs> yeah, I could see why it made me creepy. <laughs> It is quite weird, the fact that you've got, in this movie, we've just realised that it's actually Steve Buscemi's brother uh, playing one of the characters. Well, I was watching it all and the way through, thinking, oh my god, he looks so much like Steve Buscemi, but not quite enough like Steve Buscemi to be Steve Buscemi. Yeah, you've got Steve Buscemi's brother, little brother in it, um, John Turturro's little brother's in it, oh, and yeah. Denzel Washington's son's in it. That's oh, weird. I mean, it's just... I I thought Spike Lee was a spent force, like because I mean, have you have you guys ever seen *The Sweet Blood of Jesus*? No, I I, I got halfway, th- I got about ten minutes into it and went no. I, 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 I want to see Chirac. I want to see Chirac. I'm not really big I, on Spike Lee. I don't oh. know. It's that widespread. Let's have a look. Um, we had a Spike Lee marathon a, a few years ago. That's right, yeah. we did, yeah. Oh, you guys did? Yeah. But, I mean, it's just like, between Chirac and this, it's like, yeah, he's still perfectly relevant, he's still got shit to say, and it, like I, like I kind of say, it kind of feels like it is time, it, it is the, an appropriate time for Spike Lee. Um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. but yeah. Well, but, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> there, is, there is that, it is unfortunate that He's found his voice in this. What is it? But you know, it, it, it's it's good that he's he, he's got the talent to pull off something like this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I I I kind of feel bad because we kind of talked around it a bit, but I think we made our point, our, our feelings felt. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's it's really powerful, but it, it is entertaining. I mean, that it's, that it's a very fucking cool movie. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. It's it, it it's Spike Lee on that form of being entertaining and also having a point, which you know I I think it, it's the most successful he's been with that since an inside uh, since Inside Man and. 
I think Inside Man was going more towards entertaining than having a point, but it did have individual moments and the overarching plot certainly did. Um, it, it just, it's, I, like, I don't know, entertained throughout, but when it wanted to hit home things, it did. And that, that ending is what I, I, I mean, like it was horrible, but it was as perfect an ending for this, this film as I think you could have, even though I wish it didn't have to do it. Yeah, it, it, it literally, it, 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 it forces people to sit there and say to them, look, we've just, we've just shown you this movie, this cool fucking movie that's got its message, and you've got that. This is fucking real, and it's going on, and it needs to... It's very much saying, oh, you've just watched this period movie about this horrible period in time where people were super racist, and like, it's all right, because you sat there all comfy in your cinema, and it's over, right? It's over. Look at these fucking scenes from Charlottesville. Clearly, fucking. And the fact that mm. they the released the film on the one year anniversary of Charlottesville as well. I did they really? I didn't they know did, that. Indeed, yeah. Those scenes are horrific. Mm. I cannot believe we now in 2018 live in a world where that fucking happens. That 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 bit about halfway through those scenes where someone just plows a fucking car into a crowd of people. You know, like, obviously, you read the reports and you hear about it, but seeing it, it's completely fucking different. And I, I don't understand how we've got back to that point. I don't, I don't get it. No, but it's... How, that, that's, how, that's... how this, this hatred has been incited again and this this division has been incited again. Like, we'd, we'd made... Because you've got a fucking so orange much. narcissist in the fucking White House. That's yeah, how but we, can, we can't say this from our ivory tower in the UK being like, oh, oh no, 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 we're no, fine. No, 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 we're We've not. got fucking massive racists oh, in our, in our government yeah. as well. We, yeah, do you know why? Because people like the BBC yeah. and Lynch Women that allow people like Nigel fucking Farage yeah, onto television and normalise them. And then that leads to the fucking bottom feeders coming up to the top a little bit where you get fucking... Tommy Robinson and fucking Katie Hopkins being allowed to be seen as voices. Yeah, but not even that. We get that chinless pig fucking cunt of a prime minister that we used to have goes, oh, hang on, the BNP are getting loads of, um, like, polling votes. Eh? UKIP. sorry, are getting loads of polling votes based on the fact that they're going to offer a, rent effort, offer a referendum on the EU. Let's do that too. You can't, you can't allow that decision to be put into the hands of people that don't know what they're voting for. Mm. <laughs> be, I, I, think, I think we're in a very dangerous fucking time at the moment. It will yeah. be very interesting to see what happens around awards season with Black Panther. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be nominated. It's got to be. It'll be it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll, be it'll be in the hunt. It'll be nominated. I, I, I just... And the kind of voters they're having. I, I, I hope. I, I hope that 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 they're being like the balls to vote for it. Might win best popular film. Fuck off. <laughs> nice. Uh, definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely not shit. Definitely not shit. Um, I am mindful of the time. What do you guys want to do? We could always do some stuff next week. We're, we're, we're good if you're good, mate. Okay, cool. All right, no, that's absolutely fine. Um, so, what have you guys been watching this week? Well, I'll let Becky lead in first with, with, with the... Oh, Slenderman. Do you watch? Yeah. Let's do it. 
Okay, so me and are definitely un- definitely not under fifteen. Daughter went to see Slender Man, um, which is directed by Sylvan White, um, based on the what? So Sylvan White. Sylvan White, yeah. Yeah. The guy who did the losers. Yeah. Fuck off. Oh, poor guy. Starring a lot of young unknowns and based on the um, Tumblr character, the Slender Man. Um, <laughs> it, Fuck hell. It's... Uh, honestly, I, I, I wanted this to be so much better than it was. Um we, as a as a sum up, and I'll get into a proper review afterwards, but as a sum up, when the credits rolled, me and Isabel looked at each other with this slightly confused, disgusted look on our faces and went, huh? What? That was weird. It's, it's not so much a story as a collection of images. It's a lot of the... Um, like perilous stuff a lot of the scary stuff is then positioned as dream sequences um what's the actual story so basically of the film not this slender man it's another fucking slender yeah, yeah, no. creepy pasta wankery so basically these girls which include i think it's the girl out of conjuring 2 I don't know. the the english girl the main girl in conjuring 2 um they are having a sleepover and um, they uh, some boys that they hang around with they, they, they've they kind of fobbed them off earlier in the day because they're doing something and they find out that they're summoning the Slender Man so they're like well fuck it if they're doing it we're doing it so they watch a load of stuff and they find a video which basically says summon the Slender Man you have to listen out for three bells and blah 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 um, and they they do that and then at various points, they get kind of the um, red-headed girl, Katie, I think she's called. She is affected, like, pretty much almost immediately and starts being really anxious and weird and, like, spending time away from them. And then she disappears into the forest and then they are trying to find out where she's gone and they get her computer, which she's hidden, where she hides her cigarettes in her bedroom. Um and make contact with someone that Katie had been speaking with after they watched the Slenderman video, but before she disappeared, um, who's basically trying to tell her how to summon him and do what he wants them to do. Um, uh, yeah, and then they, they talk to her about, like, how can we maybe get her back? And it, 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 it all just goes... The whole thing about the, 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 the Slender Man myth within this movie is either drives you mad, um, takes everything you have, or takes you, I think, is, is the three things. And it's kind of illustrated within the three friends that are left. Um, it's, it's just really weak. It's just, it's just really weak. There's some... There's some nice imagery, there's some good stuff, but it's all as part of dream sequences. Mm. And it's it's honestly like it's quite confusing to watch. Cause you you kind of you're gonna to get to the end of it and then um 
and then you, you're kind of a bit like, all oh, right, okay, so what 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 did I just watch? It, it's a mess, basically. Um, it's a very disorganised story. So it's an idea that they turned into a film, but didn't have a film. Basically, they took they took what could have been a quite interesting premise and just did it really badly. Um, there's oh, what's I going to say? That was what I was saying. Like, part of the kind of scariness of the Slenderman myth and why people have kind of warmed to it as this scary kind of story is he's quite mysterious and as a, as a, as a scary figure, he's quite mysterious and in the background and he's very much in the forefront in this. Yeah. And it does not work. The, the the character design on the actual Slenderman in Slenderman is shit. So he's just not scary. Ah. And that really like that really kind of undermines the whole film. This sounds like a piece of shit, Becky. It ain't great. I'd I'd watch it as a curiosity if if it comes on something, but I don't seek it out. Hmm. Mm. Mm. And I, I, I love shit horror. Yes, I, you do. Yeah, I do. This is this is too shit, even for me. Yeah, that's and, that, that, that's mental. It is your wheelhouse. Completely. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I should love this movie. Mm. And I came out of it thinking, what the fuck did I just watch? Mm. Mm. You know, it's fine. It's not. It's not too long. Like, how long is it? 93 minutes. It's fine lengthwise, but it just needs to have more content. The performances in it, the actual like acting in it is is, is majoritively fine. It's just not a great story. It's just not that they have a story. No, they, they have don't an have idea story. and they have a concept that have a story. Okay, let's make a movie about Sunderman. Like he's really cool and he's all over like the internet in like the annals of like in weird places. People know about it. Let's do this. Someone someone killed their friend. Or try to kill their friend because of the the Slenderman told them to do it. So let's let's make a movie about it. And then they just went, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And then they got to like filming and went, right. So what? What we filming? What's the story? Oh fuck, I don't know. Let's just get some tall, gangly guy with no face to just wander it, it around. It does seem, and, and, yeah, it does seem a little it, bit. It cheapens like, it. Yeah, like they, 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 they got to it and gone. Oh, you know, it's a Slenderman, and, and literally everybody has gone. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think they've maybe overestimated the yeah. general knowledge of the character. But yeah, it's... It's shit. It's shit. shit. I don't want to say it's shit, though. I, I wanted it's it to shit, be better. Well, just say it's shit, man. If it's shit, it's shit. Yeah, it's funny. I thought it's shit. It is shit. There you go. Sorry. Don't apologise. We're not Sylvan White. It's, it's not... Or are we? You are... Uh, we're not Sylvan White, or are we? Well, no, but maybe the Slenderman will get us. Ask me if I directed The Losers. Did you direct The Losers, Ian? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> He's not Sylvan White. You're not Sylvan White. I don't know. It's I'd, I'd, I'd re-watch it just to kind of go... There's, there's, there's elements of it that are really creepy, but like I say, they're all part of dream sequences or pseudo-dream sequences... And it just, it makes it kind of, 
it makes the scares very secondary because you know they're not real. Yeah, mm. I will watch it. Yeah. I would, I would, would not recommend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I love shit horror. Yeah, but that was just too shit. Too shit. Should we, should we speed around the rest of ours, Bex? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want, do you want to set one first? I'll, I'll do point break. Point break. Fucking mint. On to you. I nice. fucking love break. And I, I, I genuinely, genuinely fucking love point break. It is one of those films that just never gets old. No, I, it, it was one of those films that I had on VHS. I've had on... DVD. DVD. I've had on Blu-ray twice. Did you have Point Break on Laserdisc? I had well? Point Break on Laserdisc, uh, and I know we're not on iTunes as well. Um, Full I, fucking coverage. I am. Yeah, I'm tempted to try and find out a fucking thirty-five mil of it just, <laughs> just to get him. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I. It's not. It, it genuinely, it isn't just one of those things um, where. It's a nostalgic movie. I genuinely do think it is a fucking great movie. It is a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, I also did actually as well today uh, rewatch the Point Break remake. Why would you do that? Because I didn't hear the Point Break remake. Yeah, neither did I. That that flick's actually not terrible. I, 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 yeah, I, I, that's the second or possibly even third time I've watched that movie. Um, I, I still think it's 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 fine. I, I like the fact they haven't gone up for straight remake of it. Um, I think that makes more sense. Uh, it's nowhere near as good as Point Break, but does it actually need to be anywhere near as good as Point Break? No. Um, and Just it don't does... call it Point Break. Call it Investigate Yourself, Man. Yeah, but that's that's fine. But I yeah I I I, I still maintain that the, that the Point Break remake is nowhere near as bad as people make out or nowhere near as bad as it, it could have been. It's a fine film. It's just not point break. That film nearly starred um what's his name? Fuck what is his name? From Law Abiding Citizen. Um Oh Butler. Yeah. Very nearly starred Joe. I had to watch that. No, it wouldn't. And then in the end, we didn't get that. He went off and made that film Mavericks or something like that <laughs> just to fucking prove that he could fucking surf and literally did none of the surfing bits. Oh. It was basically when I don't get to wear a shirt in this movie for like the entire movie. Yeah, down with that. Uh, yeah, Point Break remake is, is not as bad as people will try and tell you it is. Uh, you can pick the next one. Oh, there's two left. You can pick one. I'll do the one. Okay, so we watched The Thing after we watched uh, The Grey and I compared it to The Thing. That was really impressive. It just, just <laughs> Mark just threw his baseball cap up in the air and then caught it on his head. It was very impressive. Very good. Um, so, yeah, so we watched The Grey last week on the podcast. I compared it to The Thing. And then Mark got a bit, little bit of a bee in his bonnet about wanting to watch The Thing. I was fine with that because I'm always fine with watching it. It's... I, I do still stand by that with regards to the grey. Yeah. The isolationist kind of hunted down element of it does still give me that kind of... But the thing's fucking amazing, isn't it? It's a fucking great film. It, it, it is. It, it, it's, for me, it's one of those movies that falls in those categories whereby I, I forget how good it is until I'm watching it. And I, I always think it's a great movie. Yeah, but then you forget 
How? But then when I watch it, I'm going, yeah. this is phenomenal. Yeah. This is ridiculously good. And it's, the beard game is strong. And it's got a strong beard game in it, yeah, yeah which yeah. is always nice. But it's such a good movie. It is a really good movie. Really, really good movie. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think we can say much about the no, thing that's not already thing. being said. It's, yeah. it's a thing. It's a classic. I, I, I'm actually surprised you picked that one because actually I've spoken about the other movie we watched loads uh, on the podcast before. So you can actually fucking talk about it now. Why do I have to do two? Because I've talked about it shit loads of times on the what is it? Because we watch it so bloody often. <laughs> um, okay, so in in honour of watching the thing and being like, oh, it was quite nice watching a, a, a proper classic horror, we watched Candyman as well this mm. week um, with obviously the delightful Virginia Madsen in there, Tony Todd as Candyman. <laughs> it's fantastic. The, the thing that always sticks with me, like the, the, the film itself as an entirety is great. The thing that always sticks with me and reruns in my mind after I've watched it is that opening sequence where it's panning over the roads. Oh, yeah. It's, the credits are fantastic yeah. with that Philip Glass score. It's mm. absolutely beautiful. Oh. And the whole the, the, the film itself is is fantastic. The, the, only, the only criticism that I have of Candyman, mm. they should have made it as say his name three times. Rather than five, Instead of five. Because you know the bit at the end where he's like in the bathroom yeah. and he's like, oh, Helen, Helen. And he has to say it five fucking times. It's a lot And of it times. feels really drawn out. Like if it was three, oh, Helen, Helen, Helen. And then she's there. Would have been a lot less clunky. It's clunky being five times. But that is literally my only criticism of a film I've watched a billion times. Like, I, I, if I was going to pick up on any other criticism, I would have done. Yeah. Tony Todd is fucking fantastic as Candyman. Yeah. Strong coat game. Strong coat game. Yeah. Very strong coat game. We, we were saying when we were watching it last night, that, that kid, that little kid, has got a lot of fucking sway in that. He does a lot of fucking sway in that fucking thing, that little kid. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. got he's got too much power. He has. <laughs> I'd like to see a that kid. A spin off with that kid. Yeah. What is Candyman Two about though? Can, oh, can don't don't fucking get me started on Candyman Two. Yeah, what you got against Candyman? Just don't just move swiftly fucking on from the <laughs> fucking flesh. Anyway, so Candyman, obviously awesome. So yeah. yeah, so it was a lot of rewatches for us, really. Yeah. Good shit, Ian. What have you, what have you been watching? Um, so, speaking of not good shit, even though we weren't speaking of not good shit, but I'm going to talk about not good shit. Do you know what's not good shit? What's not good shit? A film that played at Fright Fest called Fright Fest. <laughs> so, the film Fright Fest, which played at Fright Fest. Which was probably picked because it was called Fright Fest. Which was called because it was called Fright Fest, even though, funnily enough, the title card in the film says American Fright Fest, but everything else in the marketing says Fright Fest, which is almost literally seems to be because they want it to be associated with Fright Fest. It's bizarre. Um, so, Nip Tuck's Dylan something Walsh, Dylan Walsh, is a... <laughs> Yeah. Sorry? That's what? That's yeah. Apparently. That's what? 
it's actually it's actually the best thing of in this, um, which isn't saying much. Um, he's a uh, washed-up movie director who is employed by a town mayor to create a essentially like a haunted house experience, which will bring tourism into the town and it will save the town. Literally. Just to say, I, I, I thought it was the other twat from Nick Tuck, sorry. Oh, okay. Actually, I'm all right with it. The, this mayor's economic plan for revival in this town is to make a haunted house. So, uh, the drunk guy makes the haunted house and there's actors within the haunted house. And funnily enough, a uh, bus of convicts crashes when the director drunk drives like in front of them and the haunted house launches the same night. And That's really convenient. Yes. It is. Well, convenient for the movie's purposes. Super, super convenient. Do you know what yeah. else is convenient? What's convenient? Two of the convicts, the only two who live, who have a history with each other, conveniently enough. Walk, That's good. Yeah. They walk up to the front of the haunted house, and instead of going, you've got prison uniforms on, what's going on? Both of them are told, well, you're late, you're part of the act, go round the back. They're extras. Yep. And into the haunted house they go. Excellent. One of them looking like Anton Yelchin in Terminator Salvation, except he doesn't have the weird natural charisma of Anton Yelchin, R.I.P. And the other, some fucking skin job guy who can mash people in real good. Excellent. Yeah. Um, this was the late film on Saturday in the main screen on at Fright Fest this weekend back. If I fucking stayed up until one half one in the morning watching this fucking film at Fright Fest, I would have been pissed. It, literally, uh, I can guarantee you if we'd have been at Fright Fest, Ian, it would have been, do you want to go to that Fright Fest? Do you want to drink instead? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's one of those, though. I mean, it's, and it's weird because, you know, the, the late night Saturday slot, I seem to remember occasionally there's some decent shit on, or at least some fun. Like We saw Wolf Cop, didn't we? Yeah, Wolf Cop. Uh, with that guy who kept fine. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but they gave us Wolf Cop breath mints beforehand, which is pretty rad. <laughs> yes. Um, and the, the, the Maniac remake as well, uh, played after Tulpa. Ah, oh, fucking Tulpa. Um, I fell asleep during the Maniac remake. You did actually, yeah. Yeah, I told. Sorry, I mean, that remake is really good. I, I, I am. I think the only human alive that enjoyed Tulpa in an actual, genuine enjoyed it. I, 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 I need to. Yeah, you did. I need to rewatch the Maniac remake. So I remember it being all right, but I literally just really fell asleep because I was pissed. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I think I'm pretty sure I've got Tulpa on iTunes. I have, yes, yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Um, and it's the recut it's version, though. <laughs> it's the recut version, though. Who knows? I know. That's, that's, what, I'm dis- that's what I'm disappointed with. Anyway, um, so, yeah, it's shit. Um, uh, my written review is on Vodzilla. Um, I didn't compare it to an IPA. 
um, <laughs> would it have been like fucking Lidl's own shitty IPA? A warm fucking bottle of Bud. Yeah, it's a fucking, it's a warm bottle of Bud Light. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's exactly it, to be honest. It just, it's... Um... Just whatever gets you through it. It's <sighs> wrong. I mean, I mean, shit, man. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I'm trying to think of what I don't. It, there's, I, I no. It just it would it would have to be something fucking strong, something that could just set you to sleep. Like Mark, did you have at my stag? Did you have the fucking eighty yeah. percent proof shit? Yeah. Do you, uh, right. Do you remember uh, uh, as having all having a pint of that and going fucking hell? That was it. Was it was not pleasant to drink. Yeah. And about half an hour after we all moved on to other drinks, turned around and Al was having another pint of it for some fucking reason. I fucking love the fact that yeah, yeah. I mean, Al, my god, that man. And then he fucking disappeared for the rest of the night. Al. Yeah, yeah I was a mate of mine, uh, a guy I used to live with in uni. Um, fucking maniac. Yeah, fuck? no, I'm guessing not. Sorry. Well, Al, uh, I, I doubt it. Uh, even though he does like his films, though. Uh, fucking not sure. Hi, Al, if you listen. No, uh, yeah. I mean, it just fucking, he's a fucking maniac. Like, literally, that night, it like like Mark says, he went missing. And, like, I, I, I went back to the, the, uh, the place uh, me and a couple of other the uni guys were staying at, and he wasn't there. And it was like, shit, we've lost Al. And literally, we went out looking for him, and a copper actually said... Yeah, I think I recognise. I, I think I know the guy you were talking about. He walked past me talking to himself, like, and it was like, yeah, that's probably Al. Like, th- this is this is a guy who I once watched in a club. Someone asked him for like a fiver for a drink out of the bar. I was like, that's a fiver, and he chucked a load of receipts at the person, and the person was like that's not money and then he jumped across the fucking bar and tried to attack the bartender and it was just like what are you doing but just like he was convinced that those receipts were money (laughs) on another day when we were walking back from a club he just fucking like had he just bought some pills like some what fuck knows what they were off some guy just while we were walking back from a club to our flat, which was literally a five-minute walk, and he tripped out while we were all sat there drinking, started feeling my shirt calling me a furry Freddy Krueger, and then we convinced him that we locked him in his room, even though the lock was on his side. (laughs) And he was banging on the door saying, let me out, let me out. But we just told him we've locked you in and he didn't figure out that he could just open the door. Like, <laughs> he sounds fun. Fucking, no, Al was the shit though. Like, the friendliest fucking dude. Like, yeah. but just fucking mental. But you must, you must have met him on my wedding. You did meet him at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did. It was a good wedding. I don't really remember other people. Just fuck it. Yeah. Anyway, how did we get on to Al? We were talking about uh, that. We were talking about Friday Fest. Yeah, we were talking about Friday Fest, the movie. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That was a weird tangent. Anyway, sorry. That was really fucking um, 
self-indulgent, but Al, he's a good dude. Um, yeah, it's shit is this film. Um, and yeah, I suppose that's all I've got. Um, so right, no, that's not all I've got. I've got other films, but again, like, shall I keep going? Go yeah, for it. Go for it. Okay, cool. Um, so, well, I, I watched Do the Right Thing, which is amazing, um, as as no one is surprised to fucking know. Um, is that a Spike Lee one? Yes. I've not seen that. I know we're going to watch this week. Jake. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, you need to do that. Um, yeah. I did earlier. My, my, my Spike Lee knowledge is very limited. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, okay. So, right first... It's weird, I know I've seen more. I watched Demolition Man for the first time. That was fun. Um you know, really, for the yeah. first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah. Uh, treadmill run. Uh it was good. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um Wesley Snipes is having the time of his life. Um these the sex scene is incredible. Um Well the sex in uh, quotes, I suppose. Um I fucking love that man. Like the, the the bit that always kind of gets me is the the whole shells bit. Like it always sticks to me. I just I love the fact that that's referenced at the end as well. Mm. And it, it's just like you never do find out how these seashells work. Yeah. I, I I think there's a guide somewhere on the la- online for how they work. Oh, I don't think I want to read that. <laughs> you scrape it out with these seashells. Uh, I yeah. um the the line. You're going to regret that for the rest of your life. Both seconds of it is fucking incredible. <laughs> um, just the heads up at the end as well when he fucking kicks his head off. It's a good time. I, I, I don't know. It's just it's fun. And Sandra Bullock is like spunky. And Benjamin Bratt becomes like a rebel leader at the end, weirdly. That was odd. Um, uh, good time. Good time. Taco Bell is the only restaurant that survived the franchise wars. Um, that's, fucking, <laughs> that's fucking incredible, the franchise wars. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's uh, yeah, I had a really, really good time with it. Um, so, also, Blockers. Um, so, this is the kind of the hit comedy from earlier in the year. Um, very good, very good. Um, really liked it. John Cena, very good. Leslie Mann, very good. Ike Baron Holtz, very good. Um, the girls are great in it. Um, a lot of it is about them as opposed to the grown-ups, which is great. Um, yeah, Blocker seems to be one of those movies that everybody shit on a little bit, apart from the people who've actually seen it, who all seem to universally say that it's a great movie. Uh, I mean, we we kind of wanted to see that, didn't we? But I think it was part of a busy week, mm. and we never got to see it, but I, I, I think it looks really funny. Mm. From the yeah. trailers. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's well worth a fiver to rent on iTunes. Um, yeah. More than enough gags. There's, uh, there's one sequence in the film that's fucking incredible. Just incredible and yeah yeah no I just I, I had a really good time with it it's it's it, it's not particularly much to talk about but it it yeah I don't know it, it's quite it's actually quite affecting uh and it, it works in the end so yeah good shit good I'll shit be, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, last one, um, Luis and the Aliens, uh, kids film that I took Lottie to see uh, on, on Bank Holiday Monday. Um, don't need to know about that, and I really need a pee, but it's it was quite fun. There you go. Moving on. Um, we do have an email, but I'll be honest, it's half ten at night. I think we'll we, get to them next week. Yeah, we probably need to call it quits there. So, Marcus, we will get to it. We are going to address it. We are. Um, we've already Marcus, talked. Sorry, Becky, go on. Marcus, this is email. Yeah. Hmm. I think we addressed it last week, really. No, we didn't. But we'll cover it. We'll cover it. Yeah. Okay. There's a bit of a teaser for next week. So we've already t- said that we're going to uh, try and do upgrade and searching next week. And um, honestly, I really, really need a wee. So um, my name's Ian Loring. Their names are... Matt Foster. Becky Foster. At Dude Foz. At Dude Foz. At, at Bexy Foz. At Dude the Monkey. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on YouTube. I did watch Ian doing the... Um... Peeing. Unboxing thing. Okay. Uh, and I audibly actually said at the end of it when it's finished, oh, because I was enjoying it that much. <laughs> so, yes, thank you very much for listening, guys. And thank you very much, guys. I've tried so hard.